0: Welcome, Freedom Fighters, to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host as a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor and deliverance minister. I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Good day. Good day, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here. I am Tina, the Warrior Princess, for those that do not know, aka your Holy Ghost-filled homegirl. For those that follow me in YouTube land, my YouTubers, that's kind of uh, my zhish for YouTube, right? Um, Just so people can kind of see another side of myself, because sometimes I'm so full of fire and rebuke, right? And deliver. Um, but in the area of YouTube land, people know me there as the Holy Ghost Phil home girl. But most of all, I am a servant leader of the Most High God. And I today am partnering with Gabby Cherry today, my special, special guest on today's show. We are coming to you with a topic I have been waiting to cover and no better person than to cover it with. So welcome if this is your first time to Flawed and Free Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. Welcome, Freedom Fighters. We are here for yet another episode where we set the captives free and save souls in Jesus' name. This is the place where we help women warriors, help them go from their now to their next and receive freedom through deliverance and spiritual warfare. So I'm excited about today. today's topic. We are talking about food addictions, the spirit of gluttony, and deliverance through emotional health and wellness. So, we have a special guest today, as I indicated just a moment ago. We have Gabby here. I'm going to let her share a little bit about herself and what she does as we proceed through today's podcast. Gabby, it's all you, baby girl. It's all you. Listen, I love that intro, first of all,
1: (laughs) and I'm so excited to be here, Tina. Thank you so, so much for having me. Um, It is truly an honor um, to be here. And so just to kind of let the audience know who I am, um, as Tina mentioned, my name is Gabby J. Sherry. I am a health and wellness coach that specializes in helping women break cycles of emotional eating and improve their body image so that they can have more clarity, more control, and more confidence in their health journeys. Um, and so that's a, a, just like a real blanket of what I do. And um, it's just an honor to be here again and to serve alongside you. Glory, glory,
0: glory be to God. Let's jump right in y'all because I know y'all want to know what we're here to talk about today. And so I have several scriptures here um, that we're going to touch on today because you know we got to get into the word of God. What does the word of God say about what we're saying? But I wanted to talk about emotional eating and I know you work in the area as like an emotional wellness coach. Like Mm -hmm. what does that look like for those that do not know or have never experienced someone that is, is has expertise in this area like you do?
1: So emotional eating itself um, is basically you eating your emotions. If, if we were to keep it real simple, it's basically you using food to basically comfort you in times of stress, in times of, Anxiety in times of any emotion that you could be feeling, right? So that's a a real blanket of what emotional eating is. Um, When we talk about emotional wellness, we talk about emotional regulation. And what we oftentimes will find is that wherever there is no emotional regulation, it will lead to us emotionally eating or emotional Mm -hmm. or sabotaging our goals or whatever that thing is because there's a lack of emotional awareness and regulation there. Um, And what that looks like is a lack of self-control, really.
0: Wow. You know, I had my definition of it, right? Yeah. And for me, you know, for me, emotional is just stress eating, what people would call, you know, stress eating. And so I don't know a woman in the world that does not identify or has not identified with stress eating and emotional eating and dysregulation, right? Dysregulation, meaning where we have not always been in control of ourselves. In one area or another, mm-hmm. or habitually have fallen into cycles and patterns of what our flesh right? Has felt good to our flesh. And for some it's food, for some it's sex, for some it's other things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm finding, as I was sharing earlier, that a lot of people that have come through this ministry for deliverance, of course, sex, lust, perversion, sexual immorality is one of those big ones. Right. And like, I mean, it's a huge open door for the enemy that is used on almost all. Right. But this is one that's really hidden. It's really hidden, and um, it's really keeping people very bound in a lot of ways because they see all of these other things, and they minimize it. They kind of minimize its effect on their lives. And so, you know, obesity, gluttony, poor body image, like emotional stress eating, all of these things are contributory towards what we are doing to our bodies. And our Mm -hmm. bodies are meant to be the temple of God, right? Right. And so we put a lot of emphasis on our outward, on what Mm -hmm. we look like and what it looks like to us. Others. And deliverance, of course, is an area where we help people heal from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes we work backwards, Absolutely. right, in, in the world, right? And yep. even in the kingdom, right? We work backwards. We, we, we try to work from the outside in Absolutely. And, instead of from the inside out. And so you had talked about on one of your podcasts um, recently, at the end of last year, before the new year started, about discovering the root
1: um, mm-hmm. of
0: e- emotion eating and stuff like that. Can you share your take on how important is it for someone to discover the root cause of what is happening in their life, especially in the area of emotional eating?
1: Yeah. And and I want to touch on something that you said. Mm -hmm. I think we minimize this aspect because it's familiar. Yeah. Everybody, everybody eats. Yeah. We recognize that there is an emotional attachment there. Right. And so when you talk about like some of the other more quote unquote, you know, worse sins that we would, you know, measure, you know, we say that they're worse than others. It's because everybody may not be struggling with that.
0: That's right.
1: Everybody's eating.
0: That's right. <laughs> Everybody
1: has a body. And a lot of people statistics show us that a lot more than more than over 75% of people struggle with some type of body image issues. Right. Oh, yeah. And so it it's really it because it's familiar that I think that that's the biggest reason as to why we kind of minimize it and don't really think of it further than that. But um getting to the root of why you're eating is is everything because oftentimes what's at the root is a lot of trauma, right? And so when we think about why we may be reaching for a piece of cake versus um, an apple, right? And I'm not saying that either food is good or bad. I don't like to label food. Um, yeah, I like do that. I don't, like that cake. Do I don't that. think cake is bad because, you know, if you want to eat the cake, eat the cake. But the
0: question eat that you the have cake to ask cake. The cake.
1: is is why? Yeah, eat the cake animate <laughs> if you want it. But you have to ask yourself why, right? Because a lot of times we'll find ourselves eating again to um, fix something that hasn't been addressed emotionally, right? So if you think back to some times in your childhood, or maybe even in your adult life, where um, where something may have happened that was traumatic, I had one of my clients. Uh, she was touched, you know, as a as a child. So in response to that she would turn to food to make herself more unattractive to this, to the to the predator, right? So what does uh, that do to us as an adult? We eat so that we feel safe,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: And so in order to try and shrink ourselves or in order to not be seen. And so a lot of, I'm not saying everything, but some things that we struggle with, some things that have become a stronghold, especially when it comes to our eating habits, are oftentimes linked back to trauma. It can be uh, relationships with your family. What were some food rules that you were taught whenever you were growing up? Was your mom constantly um, criticizing her body and you saw that? Now you're criticizing yourself. Were you rewarded with food whenever you you did something great? So now as an adult, you're rewarding yourself with food whenever you get a promotion. Like some of these things are taught, but some of them are also caught. You know, you catch things, but then you're also taught things subconsciously um, through experience or through your family. So we have to be careful because the root goes back to the root, you know, it goes back to the beginning. And so that's that's a lot of the deep work that has to be done that a lot of people.
0: Listen up, guys, I have great news. So we have just opened up the opportunity for you to receive all of the e courses from our freedom fighter mentorship academy so if you missed semester 1 it's okay though you missed the mentorship portion we still have an opportunity for you to get our e courses so there were 10 courses that we completed over the spiritual law and legal rights we discussed the courts of heaven prayer and deliverance and strategic and effective prayer and and so much more. I do not want you to miss this amazing content. So go now to the link in the episode description or the show description, wherever you are chiming in and tuning in from, and go and gather up one of those courses. Or you can get the entire bundle at a discounted price. So I am am prayerful that you will check it out today. Until next time, see you later.
1: Unfortunately, you know, are just not always willing to do because it does go far be far beyond the surface.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I can actually personally identify with some of the lists you made. You did a real once um, talking about these food rules and yeah. things that we learned and some of the things we have to unlearn, um, yeah. you know, as we are getting to know who we are in Christ and not just who we were raised up to be like in our own families and even and even how to find healthy ways to still have that piece of cake or have that and not that condemnation that comes with that cycle of dieting and stuff like that. Like, Oh my God, I just ate, you know, and then the spirit of condemnation comes and then next thing you know, instead of that one piece, you've eaten the whole cake. Yep. right cuz it's just like forget it you know i'm trying so hard and it's so frustrating um i know that i myself um have had body image issues mm-hmm. and to this day um in all transparency because you know i'm i'm the raw the real chick right i'm yep. not going to put everybody else in uh, out there and not put myself where i've had to deal with that with god with how i felt about my body and how i look and you know gaining weight over the years and how my weight has always flown Mm fluctuated so, so badly, right? Um, And how I could watch people literally eat whatever they want and not gain anything, right? And literally, I eat one bad thing and I got 10 pounds added to me, (laughs) you know? And I'm just like, God, I'm trying so hard, but this is so hard. And I like to eat food. I call myself a foodie. Was Mm -hmm. raised that way. My father rewarded me with food, right? And my father was um, a foodie. And he was not like a chef, right? Like a literal, like, really good cook. And so like, I mean, not by trade, but just by gift. Mm -hmm. And so my father, not only did he cook like that in the home, we ate very well in the home, right? Like yeah. restaurant style. And then we would, if we were going out to eat, we were going to five star restaurants. I learned very young how to eat caviar. Mm-hmm. I learned very young how to eat. I was eating escargot, seven years old, eight years, right? Stuff yeah. like that. My father was teaching me um about certain foods, about certain things and what they do, and and you know what wine paired with it. I mean like young yeah. and yeah, so. Yeah. I adopted a lot of those values and raised my kids the same way. And so we didn't do the chicken nuggets. We didn't do much of the Frozen pizzas and stuff because I was raised to cook and to eat and then when we ate we ate good like yes. we didn't do too many chain restaurants. So I was like, Egh. like who yeah. wants to go there? Like people oh, like that's a blessing you know stuff like that. So my kids were kind of desensitized to like yeah. the whole fish fish you know fish nugget life, you know yeah. the chicken nugget life, and so they'd be going places and my friend, my friends and family are like. Your kids are expensive. They want <laughs> They want, you know, the like, like. Who? Why did you do this to them? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> I just even remember the whole clean your plate phase, right? Absolutely. And I remember doing that to my children, like. You're going to eat everything on your plate. You don't mm-hmm. leave, you know, you don't, you know, ask for what you want. And and I stopped doing that. I don't remember when, but after time, after I began to really grow my relationship with Christ and be led by the spirit, mm-hmm. I started to notice that some of those values that I learned as a kid that I um, unknowingly put on my kids, Absolutely. I was feeling uncomfortable with. Right. And I started to see I will tell you when I started to notice it more with my youngest son, I started to notice him secretly having food issues. Mm -hmm. And and the thing was, and and I hate to say food issues, but I started to notice that he would be hungry, but and want more, but would not ask for more Mm -hmm. because it was like, oh, I already I told you to ask for what you wanted. And to it's like that's that's all you get. Like that's yeah. you know, trying to keep him from overeating. And yeah. what was happening was um the enemy was using it, right? I yeah. saw the enemy using it against my son, and I saw him going into the closet like mm-hmm. sneaking snacks. Yeah. Like sneaking snacks, and the kid and the older kids were like, I haven't been in there, it's not me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, it's him. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then I had to, and then the kids would tease him Cause he started to pick up a little weight. Yeah. Not from, not from just genetically. Right. Just yeah. biologically. Cause mm-hmm. my other kids are very petite, like tiny. Yeah. So he's picked up some of my, he's like, you know, he's a stocky kind of kid. Yeah. And he was just starting to get self-conscious. So that's why he had stopped asking for more food. Mm. And I went to the Holy Spirit about it. And I was like, okay, God, what we finna do? Because he's not talking about it. He's very young. When Mm -hmm. I started to notice it, he was around nine, maybe eight, nine. And so I'm going to the Holy Spirit, like what to do? Because I realized there were some things that the other kids had gotten through, but he was affected differently. Yeah. So what would you say to like someone like me, like a mom who is trying to set up healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. with their kids, with food, and even those that are waiting to be moms, right? Yeah, yeah. What would be a good tip for us that's trying to find that balance? Yeah.
1: Um, And you said something that was really good, Tina, Um, because it alludes to us basically taking um, the behaviors of our parents and then putting them on our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what that mindset, it, it, it's linked back to what our our parents may have been struggling with, which may have been scarcity, right? Or maybe they didn't know the next time that they were going to get a meal or so they pressured you to eat the food, right? And, and so now you're carrying this same scarcity mindset into how you are evoking your kids to eat. You don't know that, but that's how the enemy will sneak in because you think that this is just a part of like daily life. Like you need to eat your food because X, Y, and Z, because it's going to make you healthy, whatever you're saying, whatever you're telling your children. but. Like you have experienced, it does start to create this um unhealthy relationship with food where you do feel like you need to sneak and you do feel like you need to do all these things. so for my parents or even future parents out there who are struggling with um you know helping your children with with their eating habits, I would first say, create your own rules, you know yeah, you don't yeah. have to ascribe to what you were taught as a child, because a lot of what our parents taught us, not all things, but some things don't serve us as adults. So there are a lot of things that we have to be comfortable with letting go of. Like I'll find myself doing things like my mom and I'm just like, but is this serving me in this season Mm. of my life? Like, is it really beneficial to me? Is it really taking me to that next level? Because just because she did, it doesn't mean that that makes it right. It doesn't make it law. And so As adults, we have to get comfortable with, quote, unquote, breaking the rules of what we were taught. Come on, (laughs) Gabby. Going against the grain and doing something different with your children, you know, Um, and not even only with your children, but with yourself. But this does require that you learn a new skill set. Yeah, This is a new skill set that we're going to have to learn, a new thought process, a new mindset that we're going to have to adopt in order to actually walk this thing out. But I would say first, breaking the rules that you were taught as a child and understanding that they may not have been the healthiest for you. And you can see the fruit of that by how you're living out your life.
0: Amen. You know, I think that's an excellent segue into sharing a tip that I plan to share with our audience today about how to uncover and expose mm-hmm. these habitual thought patterns and yeah. things that may be unaware to you because yeah. they've come so norm- become so normalized. And by the time you realize that it's an issue, you don't know where to begin. Yeah. And so I would say as a great homework assignment for those that are listening today is to sit down in prayer. Because the Holy Spirit can tell you all things, everything, give you the plan. Listen, it doesn't matter what or how minute or how, you know, unnecessary or unimportant you think. You know, a situation is in your life, he will definitely give you the pattern and the plan with Mm -hmm. how to succeed and overcome and find balance and be well in Jesus' name. And so, my first thing is first is always partner with the Holy Spirit. You guys know I speak a lot on that on this platform about the importance of partnering with the Holy Spirit. And so, I would say on your journaling time at night, tonight, or whenever you sit down with the Lord, some people do it early in the morning, some people. People do it at night. And when you sit down with God, I would list, I would list some some of your good, what you perceive to be good eating habits and what you perceive to be bad eating habits from childhood and basically carry that into what you're doing in adulthood mm-hmm. and just kind of do a comparison with what you were taught and what you were actually doing. Mm-hmm. And as you stated before, Gabby, is setting up and making your own rules. Yeah. And so after you set those two lists, right? If you put two lists together of eating habits yeah. that you learned as a child and even those habits that you see you carrying out today, it'll give you it'll it'll help you see what those things are. And yeah. as you read them and you pray and you put them on the altar of prayer, ask God to help devise a plan and creating new rules. For you and your family, Mm -hmm. what does healthy boundaries and healthy living and healthy eating look like for you? It may not look the same as it did when you were a child, Mm -hmm. but as an adult, you know, sit with the Holy Spirit with what your new rules are going to be. And so I just think that if you just pattern out, write it down, kind of like a brain dump, right? On what you learned as a child and eating habits, you learned the things you liked, the things you disliked. Right. Mm-hmm. I hate it when my mom made me eat peas or I hate it when yeah, she forced me right. to eat broccoli. Right. And so write all of those things down and put them on the altar of prayer and then come back another day. Yeah. As you hear the Holy Spirit leading you, maybe um when you've given yourself time to sit and pray and start to filter through that brain dump. Mm-hmm. of what you saw as a child and what you're now seeing as an adult and start to pattern and make new rules mm-hmm. for yourself. I will no longer force myself to eat my entire plate before right. I take a drink of water. Remember that? It was right. like, yep. you would you, you could choke, yep. you could do whatever, <laughs> right? <And> your, <laughs> your parents did not care. It was like, eat everything on your plate before yeah. you can take a sip of that water, right? Yep. And so to this day, we're still doing things like this, right? I can't drink this. I can't eat. I can't do this until I can't eat after a certain time, right? I can't, you know, I can only have this. I'm counting calories. This is how my mother lost weight, you know, because she counted every single calorie. That might not work for you. And so making new rules for yourself according to the will of the Father is really important um, when you're partnering with how to treat your temple, how to treat your temple and how to live a life that's pleasing unto God. And it does not always look like your biggest fitness guru. It doesn't always look like what worked for someone else. We have different body types. Uh, We have different needs. And so God knows specifically what you need because he created you intricately and expressively to be just you there is no other gabby there is no another tina he created us uniquely so that there is no one size fits all Mm -hmm. so it's very very important to do this so i will encourage all of you that are listening and watching to take some time it may be painful you may find some things on your journey of brain dumping that that you found from your past traumas, like Gabby stated, Mm -hmm. or childhood mindsets that may erect some things that you're like, I don't like this. I don't even want to write it, right? When I was forced to my room and punished for not eating something, you know? And so you're like, I don't like this, God. But literally, God will expose it so that he can reveal it to heal it. And this is how we come out of these evil cyclic patterns. This is how we expose the plans of the enemy that he has secretly silenced people with Mm -hmm. and gotten people to fall into condemnation, gotten people to fall into, um, poor body, you know, poor body image is, a sin right yeah. these things people don't know they think oh this is not no God says that you were fearfully and wonderfully made so when we're looking at our bodies and we're speaking against it and mm-hmm. we're talking about ourselves and we're ugly we're fat we're skinny yeah. we're, we're you know we're saying that we're not pleased with what and who God has created us to be Definitely. and so this displeases God and this is yeah. not what God desires and so we must sit with God with these areas. Hey Freedom Fighters, sorry to interrupt but I have great news you're going to be so excited about. We have opened up semester two of our Freedom Fighters Mentorship Academy. For those that missed semester one no worries. We now have our new registration that is open. It will be closing February 25th so you do not want to wait. In semester Master 2, we will be covering strategic prayer and prophecy, prophetic watchmen and prayer watches, the art of intercession, spiritual midwifery, soul ties, dreams and dream interpretations inner healing and so much more. So go now to the link in the episode description or you can go to my website at theflawedandfree.com and sign up and register. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye despite how painful they may be mm-hmm. and allow him to shift, to transform, to renew our minds so that we can see ourselves the way that he sees us. Absolutely. Because our bodies are going to burn away. We're going to get new immortal bodies, mm-hmm. right? These bodies won't need to eat anymore. They yeah. won't need to process food. They won't need to do anything. So God is yeah. not, yes, he's contern- concerned with your body and your temple, but that is not the primary thing. He's looking at the heart. He's yeah. looking at your soul, right? These are the things that he's more concerned about. Yeah. So healing from the inside out. Can you speak to helping people with breaking habits? Do you have any tips, like any natural practical tips yeah. on how to break habits? Yes,
1: I'm happy you said this because I was just gonna, I was gonna add to what you said. So this, this <laughs> is a perfect segue. Um, the fruit doesn't lie. Right. Ooh. So whenever we look at what's going on in our lives, if it's fatigue, if it's self-criticism, if it's oh, guilt, if it's good. shame, if it's condemnation, the fruit does not lie. You can't deny the fruit. It's there. You can see it. And not only can you see it, but other people can see it. Yes. Um, and so the way that you want to really start trying to break habits, because I do want to mention this emo- eating is not always emotionally driven. Some of it is habitual, it may have started off being emotionally driven. Now it's become a habit where you don't really give it second thought, because this is just like your daily flow, like no one has to tell you to get up and wash your face and brush your teeth. Hopefully not, right? <laughs> it's just, it's just the a, okay. <laughs> it's, it's just something that you do. It's second nature, and so in order to break habits, you have to look at the fruit, right? And so you can do this easily by simply writing down all of your habits. What do you do from the from the time you put your feet on the floor to the time you go to bed at night? What does your daily flow look like? From there, you really start to put. I do plus signs and negative signs, what's positive, what's benefiting me, and then what's actually taking away from me, right? So once yeah. you make your list, then you start to you start to analyze, okay, is this good? Is this indifferent? Because there are some things that may not be good or bad, but you you do want to be very clear about what's adding to your life and what's taking away, right? And so from there, you start to really analyze, okay, what are some things that I need to take out Once you begin to take those things out, then you start to replace with those things that are really going to push you closer to that intended goal, whatever that is. Um, So breaking habits is all about what you have easy access to. And Mm. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, but a lot of us have access to things that we don't need access to, right? Right. So if if I were to look in my refrigerator, for example, and I know that you know, I'm on this, I'm trying to eat better. Yeah, I shouldn't be able to go into my refrigerator. And the first thing that I see is a pail of ice cream,
0: Mm -hmm. right? That's good.
1: And it's there because I've given myself easy access to it. So in order for you to begin to break some of these habits, you have to start taking away some things that you don't that you no longer need access to right? That's key. And start placing in those things that you do need easy access to. Like, I have a whole thing of even how I do my pantry, of how I do my refrigerator, because I want those things that I need to be easily accessible. Mm. You have access to the wrong things. That's it. Wow. Whenever you start to literally rearrange your mindset, but also rearrange your environment, because our environment mm. is conducive to what we're going to do. It Amen. makes the choices for us. Whenever we go into the grocery store, we don't have to tell them, hey, put the chips on the end of the aisle so that I can see them. It's there for a reason <laughs> so that you have easy access. Yes. Where do where do they put the where do they put like the yogurt and the granola bars and all of those things that we need? Where do they Deep put them? In the store? We have to go searching for them. They're not on the ends of the aisle. So we have to look at how things are placed in our environment, but also we have to do the work to to make sure that we're giving ourselves easier access to those things that are really going to push the needle forward versus taking us back. But we first have to start by looking at the fruit. What's what's bearing fruit in my life? Is self-criticism bearing fruit in my life? No. So if it's not, what do I need to do? in order to get to this place of where I'm um, more confident in who God has called for me to be. I could go on for, for days, Tina. I know. Um, I could go on for days.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> is so good. Um, so, so good.
1: But yeah, it, it's it's the, the, the beginning of it is looking at what you have easy access to and then mm. analyzing what those Fruitful hab—I call them fruitful habits—or even—or—or the opposite of that is habits that are bringing detriment to your life.
0: Wow. That, you know, that is so good because access is everything, even in the, in the ministry of deliverance, yeah. uh, when it comes to demonic spirits, um, if they have access to you, then they, they have authority. And so whatever you give access to, you also give authority over, right? So you are supposed to have control because it's one of the fruits of Of the the spirit. spirit self control. Yeah. And so that being said, if you're out of control and you've given you haven't given access and authority to the spirit of God, to the spirit of the Lord, then who are you giving access to? You then are giving access to the enemy. You're giving access to Satan. Now he has authority to to devise and or Um, make you go and come into agreement with poor decision-making. And And Mm -hmm. so our decision-making has to be discerning by the spirit of the Lord. We have to always be doing an assessment of our minds and our lives of how and who we are giving access to our spirit and our soul and how those decisions come out of where are they coming from? Is it coming out of the soulish realm? Are those decisions coming from the soul which is where your mind your will and your emotions lie mm-hmm. this is where emotional eating comes in if we're, if we're coming and speaking and moving out of the soulish realm mm-hmm. but when we're tapping into the spirit of the Lord the Holy Spirit the spirit of God the fruit of of the spirit we then can tap into self-control we then can utilize the gifts and the power of the holy spirit to then operate and function in accordance and alliance and allegiance with the way that god intends us to live things don't get as hard and so i was looking at uh the fruit and i'm like okay we know there's a demonic spirit of gluttony, of yes. overeating that people deal with. We also know excessive eating and an excessive appetite. Um, it's like no matter, it's this insatiable feeling um, for those that have food addictions. It's like no matter what or maybe struggling with uh, certain disorders, anorexia, bulimia nuversa, nuversa. Um, And these are things that I've seen and dealt with as yes. a medical provider. For those that don't know, I've spent over 20 years, um, 20 plus, I'm I'm probably creeping Twenty-three years now as a registered nurse, and for the last seven years as a family nurse practitioner. And so I've seen a lot, and I know a lot on the yeah. spectrum from a from a, from the medical natural sense where we were te- doing BMIs, right, and body mass index, and everybody, every black folk in the world is is obese, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, exactly. oh my god, I'm morbidly obese. Let them tell tell it to me. Exactly. But we were able, you know, to see like some of the time, some of the tables and and things that they had us do um, metric and measure people with according to their height and weight, and so I have a lot of those imprinted in my head. And I'm like, I'm morbidly obese, right? I'm morbidly obese because this table says. You know, they that, no longer
1: go by that table anymore.
0: Thank you, Jesus, right? <laughs> but you know, thank you, Lord. But yeah. I was, you know, speaking to that table. How we? I mean, we used to stand on that table. Uh-huh. me, baby? We. He was not playing with that table. And so now I had to shift my mindset mm-hmm. um, as I began to seek God for who I am and and to find my... Um, find my identity and, and see my worth in, in the way he created me. And I started to look at God's timetables and calendars. Right. And I started to look at how he saw me and how he saw my image, not according to the BMI index, not according to these things. Right. But to what he said, and this is how you do it. You do it by literally praying and partnering with the Holy spirit and mm-hmm. literally asking God for the discernment that you need and your Decision making When you're in the grocery store, that even though those chips are por- poking out at the end of the aisle, <laughs> like get me, get me, you know, that you actually prepare and go yeah. into the grocery store with the list. Don't yeah. go into the grocery store starving, you know, and exactly. just allow God to help you to find balance and set boundaries and, and, and limitations upon your life as he sees mm-hmm. fit and allow yourself to be rewarded. You don't know the times that I was dieting or calling myself dieting. Writing. And God was like, "No, I want you to treat yourself. I want you to get a piece of cake. I want you to go." So, learn to listen to Him when He says, "I want you to eat the cake." Anime, right? Mm-hmm. My name Tina, so yeah. I love, I love that. Yeah. But like, I love to say, you know, where will where the world tells us, where our trainer will say, "You better not eat that cake. You better not do this," right? But God literally is saying to you, "You know what? I want to treat you today. Yeah. I want you to go out. I want you to go, and I want you to go to your favorite restaurant." God has done that to me. He has said, no, today I'm going to treat you, daughter. You go out and you go and spend, uh, go watch a movie. I'm going to treat you to dinner. And I want you to get a chocolate cake, a piece of chocolate cake. And I'm like, God, now, you know, I've been drinking smoothies all week. I've been fasting. I've been praying. I've been living for you. I've been living for the Lord. I've been living for the Lord. I can't have this cake. And he said, I said, eat the cake. Yeah. I said, eat the cake. And so being obedient, even when it's yeah. not re- so restrictive to eating healthy, but being obedient, when God says, get you a piece of cake, mm-hmm. when God says, get your favorite Starbucks drink, right? I know it's a mermaid on the cup, but I said, you can have it right yeah. Like, like you know what? I, I being believe, legalistic.
1: Yeah. I believe he does that yeah. so that you don't eat out of shame. Mm. this this is big a lot of us guilt ourselves into doing certain things eating certain things and it leads to condemnation and we wonder why man I feel so bad but God gives us he literally gives us permission so that we don't do things out of shame he's trying to save us from us
0: from (laughs) us right Teaching uh, us balance, right? Teaching us to hear his voice, Mm -hmm. teaching us that it's okay to to have a piece of cake and also eat healthy and also make better decisions, right? Even if I'm not dieting, where I'm like, you know what? today, you know, I'm going to have fruits and vegetables for lunch, you know, and maybe for dinner, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll have a protein and I'll have a carb. It's okay. Cause we got this no keto, no carb, no this. And the minute you eat a piece of bread, the minute you eat something, it's like you're 20 pounds heavier than you was yeah. when you started. And you just, fighting this cycle over and over. Mm-hmm. I wanted to add to this conversation the spiritual connotations and 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 some of the things that the enemy is used against us, this oppression and this condemnation and this spirit of gluttony actually is derived and the fruit of it is from a spirit, a strong man, a demonic strong man called spirit of whoredoms. Mm. And I don't know if people know that, but this is a strong man and the strong man's uh, name is spirit of whoredoms. Mm. And so um, that's W.H. O R E D O M S. Thank you for spelling that. <laughs> Spirit of whoredoms. Yes. Wow. W-h o-r-e-d-o-m-s. And so the fruit of that is gluttony
1: mm-hmm.
0: and excessive appetites and so much more. So I'm gonna read a list. Uh, Mm -hmm. Of that I've compiled, I did a demonic strongman series on this episode Mm -hmm. and I didn't cover all of them. I just covered a few, some of the main ones, you know, lying and perversion, perverse spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, This is one that I was telling you that I don't think people know much about, Mm -hmm. um, but it falls under this Um, category and Mm -hmm. gluttony is in is one of the fruits of the spirit Mm -hmm. and excessive appetite is one of the fruits of the spirit and i'm going to read a few others so uh one is unfaithfulness and adultery uh spirit soul or body prostitution Mm
1: -hmm.
0: chronic dissatisfaction idolatry love of money excessive appetite gluttony Fornication, worldliness, stealing, and breaking all soul ties. So all of these actually are the fruit. These are all examples of the fruit of the strong man called spirit of whoredoms. And so if you know anything about deliverance, there's a strong man and there's strongholds, and there's roots and fruits of these spirits that operate under this leadership, under this head. Mm -hmm. And so in Hosea 5, verse 4, I'm going to read it. And for those that are interested in reading it for themselves later, I'm also going to give you some scriptures on gluttony and excessive appetite that are connected to this strong man called spirit of whoredoms. Um, In the Bible, it's references harlotry. You hear a lot. They talk Mm -hmm. about a harlot, a harlot or a whore. We've heard whore or whoredoms. This is an actual spirit. Mm -hmm. And so in Hosea 5 verses 4, it says, they do not, I'm reading out of the NKJV version. Mm -hmm. And it says, they do not direct their deeds toward turning to their God. For the spirit of harlotry is in their midst and they do not know the Lord. And so in they were speaking to our bodies as temples and the believer's body is a temple. And so when we are not seeking God for our decision making and and we're looking to our body, we're looking to our flesh to please ourselves, then we are not doing as unto the Lord. And so in Hosea 5 verses 4, there's a spirit, the spirit they reference as the spirit of harlotry is what we use and what we come into agreement with. And it is not in agreement with God. It's actually away from God. And so I'm like, well, let me look up harlotry because I've heard of people say, you're a whore, you're a harlot, you know, all in the Bible, you're a harlot. So harlotry is a trade or practice of prostitution, habitual or customary lewdness. Mm. So this is something, a practice of prostitution. And so I'm like, well, how does this look? with food. What what is the connection with food and having an excessive appetite? Remember when we are not in control of our bodies and we're not utilizing the fruit of the spirit through self control, then we are giving our bodies over to something else Mm -hmm. other than God. And our bodies are meant to be edified and by God, right? And to be used by God. So when we are not allowing ourselves to be used by God, we're handing over our bodies. Bodies through these things, fornication, right? Mm -hmm. We can use our body in an ill or a maladaptive way through adultery, right? That is our body is meant to be in union with Christ and in union and covenant with your husband. And so there's a spirit, this harlotry spirit that Mm -hmm. is connected to this lack of self-control and how we use our body. So I'm like, God. So he's like, Yeah. So he was like, we pimp our bodies out to food. Mm -hmm. We literally pimp our bodies out to food in exchange for emotional gratification and pleasure. Wow! And I was like, woohoo. Wow. You know, I went to the Holy Spirit. That's good. (laughs) Like, how how is this? Why is this a stronghold? How Mm -hmm. is this so easily done? He said, yes, because the food. For some, it's sex. For some, it's other yeah. things. For some, it's all three, right? Or a combination of them all. But he said yes because he know how we talk, and he says, "Yeah, they're pimping their bodies. Mm-hmm. They're using their bodies for food in exchange for emotional gratification yeah, and pleasure. Exactly. That's where the problem is." Exactly. And I was like, "Oh." Exactly. So the category that speaks to your spirit, your soul, and your body, there's prostitution in mm-hmm. several forms. There's prostitution and the the lack of self-control will keep you um, in bondage in these areas. And so as we are to always use our bodies to uplift and to glorify God, we are not glorifying God in a spirit of gluttony. We are not glorifying God um, when we are not able to perform and walk in self-control. And so we must pray in the spirit. We must partner in spirit. We must ask the Holy spirit with how to set up our meal plans, what we're, you know, to set a list and to prepare and Mm -hmm. to go to the store, to make better decisions. And we must also be led by the spirit. So when he says, eat the cake anime, you get that piece of cake and you're not actually allowing yourself to open up a door to condemnation or fear of getting fat because I've lost weight and it was so hard to lose this weight. Mm-hmm. And if I eat this one piece of cake, it's going to lead to two, it's going to lead to three, and I'm not going to yeah. be able to control myself. And God says, no, that is not true. Yeah. And so in first Corinthians verse six, I want to also bring to the surface of conversation today, Hosea five and four is one. one first Corinthians six verse 13. Um through 16, we are going to read. I'm reading out of NKJV as well. And I'll give you a moment because it looks like I see you um pushing through. Let me know when you're there, sis. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm good. Yeah, I'm right. So Mm -hmm. as we
0: proceed speaking to our bodies and our bodies being the temple of God, um, verse 13 says, Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Mm. I was like, Ooh, there's a revelation to be had in just that first sentence right there. I was going to go into depth in that, but I, I believe that God wants us to sit in prayer with this verse right here and let him tell you what he wants to tell you, because there's a lot we can pull out of that. Yeah. But I'll just, I'll go ahead and proceed. So verse 13 says, foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Verse 14 says, and God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Verse 15, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Mm. Certainly not. Verse 16, or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her for the two he says, Shall become one flesh.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let that sizzle in yeah. your spirit. Well, yeah, let it sizzle because, yeah, it you does. guys, that first, that first, uh, little scripture
0: right there, or that first <laughs> verse. Listen, I was like, Oh, 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 I was like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, this is loaded right? This is loaded. This is speaking to us being one flesh in covenant Mm -hmm. as the bride of Christ, as being a part, a member of the body of Christ. And he's saying, you partner with me, with my spirit your body belongs to me if you give your body to a harlot how can it be with me Mm -hmm. if you prostitute your body to food if you prostitute your body to a man that's not you are not in marriage with that you are not in covenant with then I will destroy it Mm -hmm. now I mean like I mean there's so much to pull out of these verses he was like he said certainly not And, and there's an exclamation point so this spirit of harlotry This spirit of whoredoms, this strong man is designed to literally hinder and keep you Separated from oh, God yeah. to, to have you turn away from God to have you turn to food for comfort. Yeah. When well, we should be turning to the Holy Spirit, Absolutely. who is our comforter, yeah. when well, we should be seeking the spirit of the Lord yeah. for those du- for direction to be led and guided with what to do with our bodies, and we should not partner and we should not lay with the enemy, nor this spirit of harlotry. Hosea five and four spoke to the spirit spirit of harlotry in the midst and becoming one flesh. And so whatever you do with your body, is it pleasing God or is it grieving God? Yeah. And these are the two things that you got to look at, whether it's food, whether it's sex, whether whatever, whatever it is, is what is this doing to my relationship with Christ? Is this drawing me nearer to him mm-hmm. or is this drawing me away from him? Mm-hmm. And if it's anything that's drawing you away and not toward him, it's a spirit of the Antichrist. It's against God and it's being used against you to find access and open door to you so that you can be bound in these areas, struggle in this silent struggle. And Mm -hmm. I don't want the daughters of the King. I don't want our sisters in Christ and even our brothers in Christ, right? The sons of God, right? We'll just say the sons of God. I don't want us to fall into these traps. So many of us have fallen in these traps and we don't know how to get up and get out. So glory be to God. I wanted to bring to light. Um, some of the natural um, tips, tools, and strategies that, Gabby, you have shared with us, and we've shared some of our emotional pains of the past through childhood, Mm -hmm. and how important that is to unlearn and relearn and create new patterns as we break old evil patterns, but in that is discovering the root cause. Where's the root, and what is the fruit? We see the fruit of the spirit is through fornication, sexual immorality, through gluttony, through excessive eating and emotional eating. Why? Because we are actually operating out of the soulish realm, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions Mm -hmm. versus the spirit of God. We're not tapping into the spirit, the fruit of the spirit through self control so that we can pattern our lives in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So I pray that that has helped someone today. Glory be to God. God. I would like to close us in prayer. But before we close, Gabby, I want you to tell people how they can find you, woman of God, and connect with you for, I'm telling you, y'all, she is dope. She is lit. I love watching her. She's my sister and a blessing to me. Um, And I'm glad. And I thank you for coming on the show today in Jesus name.
1: Well, first, Tina, thank you again. It has been a pleasure to um, serve alongside you today. So thank you for having me. Um, And for women who want to know more about me, um, I'm very active on Instagram. So you can find me there. Um, My handle is Gabby Athletics underscore. And that's Gabby with an I. You can also find me on YouTube, Gabby Athletics. Um, And I do um, have a free mini course that I'm offering to women who are really trying to break cycles of emotional eating. And so what I'm doing in this mini course is that I'm revealing the three secrets that have helped not only myself break cycles, because let me just mention this, I have also been in that cycle of emotional eating. Um, And so I've also Mm -hmm. helped myself as well as other women to break this cycle. And so in that mini course, I'm, I'm laying out what it looks like for you to actually start taking control over your eating habits. And so um, Mm -hmm. I'll actually provide you with that information, Tina, um, to give to your listeners. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's it. That's all that I have. But um, Mm -hmm. it has been so fun and it's definitely been a pleasure. So thank you. Oh, yeah. And the podcast. (laughs) Um, You can listen to the podcast. Don't touch my health. Um, We have new episodes that come out each and every Monday.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming. Let's come together in agreement and prayer for our yes. listeners and families um, that will listen. Don't forget to share this broadcast if you're watching from YouTube or if you know someone that this can really help and will resonate in their life to help them break free from the bonds and the struggles of emotional eating, overeating, yes. and food addictions. Please, please, please send this. This, share this save this and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel and or follow me on Instagram at the flawed and free so let's pray ourselves out Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we bind the strong man called spirit of whoredoms today. I bind you now in the name of Jesus, along with all of your works, along with all of your roots, all of your fruits, all of your tentacles, every link and every spirit that is attached to you. And in the lives of everyone that I am praying for that will be listening to my voice on this broadcast in the name of Jesus, I cover them now with the blood of Jesus and I capture and I bind, I bind and arrest every spirit and agreement mm-hmm. in the area of unfaithfulness, in the area of adultery, in the area of chronic dissatisfaction and idolatry, in the area of the love of money, in the area of excessive appetites and gluttony and food addictions, worldliness and fornication. Mm-hmm. I bind every demonic spirit, mm-hmm. presence and power that is connected in allegiance and alliance and association mm-hmm. with this strong man called spirit of whoredoms. And I bind you now. And I command that you go into the abyss or wherever Jesus Christ sends you as he forces you now into the outer darkness in Jesus name. I command that you never come back to cause the women of God, to cause the men of God, the sons of God that are listening to this prayer, any further hurt, harm, destruction or delay. I command that you leave and go into the abyss now and never return according to Mark 9 and 25. So right. now in the name of Jesus, I say right now that you are free. As we bind the spirit of whoredom, we loose the spirit of God and a pure spirit right now in the name of Jesus. We believe and we decree that it is so and so it shall be as it is established in heaven. It will manifest in the earth in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. I pray that that prayer is helpful for you. If you're got to go back and play. listen to it again, yes. press it on replay and commit and surrender your heart to God so that you can be delivered in yes. this area of your life. So please, please, please pray. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it to God be all the glory. Yes. And this is the place where you are free to be me flawed and free. Thank you for your time. Love you. Love you. Love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free. Or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed and free.